Welcome to Hearts and Stripes, your one-stop shop for all things military marriage. I hope our discussions and interviews equip you with the tools to start or grow a beautiful marriage as we address the benefits and challenges of mill marriage. I believe life's most precious moments are worth celebrating, so I'll help you design your marriage blueprint in alignment with your core values. Thank you for joining us, and remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Let's do this. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hearts and Stripes podcast. I am so excited for this season six as we build our mill marriage. I have a special guest with me today, Laco. We are going to dive into her mill marriage story and the work that she is doing to support this community and so many others. So help me welcome Laco. Say hello to everyone here on the Hearts and Stripes podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much, Bree, for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited to dive in. Um, And one of the places that I love to start is really just you sharing your mill marriage story. So share a little bit about that and then also share about the work that you're doing. Okay, so um, I am Laco Hansen. My husband and I, we've been together for seven years. Um, We are dual military, yes. Um, We met while we were on recruiting. So it was kind of funny because he was going through this transition where he was actually coming out of a a marriage and I was just single there supporting him. We were in the same unit and um, everybody knows how tough recruiting can be on, you know, an, an individual and then going through a divorce at that time for him was definitely difficult. And um, so everything happened organically, just friends, you know, supporting each other like we do in the military. And then after a while, things just kind of turn into a relationship. And here we are (laughs) seven years into marriage um, through so many challenges and ups and downs, things that people don't really talk about, you know, on social media, you just see kind of like the glitz and the glams and, you know, couple goals and marriage goals and stuff like that. But behind the scenes, you know, we were going through it. We were um, initially, we were becoming a blended family because he had a son from a previous marriage, his previous marriage. And then we started to try to create our own family and we came into hiccups with that. So going through an infertility journey and, um, having two losses. We lost our first child at 18 weeks, TJ. And that was yeah. so devastating for us. And then we um, we lost shortly after that again. And then we were blessed um, in 2021 with twins. <laughs> so- Oh my goodness, yes. look at that, so wow. Through those struggles, you know, um, we just had so many challenges and there was nobody out there really that we can, could talk to or relate to um, that we knew of, you know, yeah. because when you're going through those hard times, everybody's like, hush, hush. I don't want anybody in my business and stuff like that. That is the culture. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. So we ended up going to Japan and over there, uh, it was definitely a challenging season for us uh, with having twins and, you know, medical issues and things like that. So um, I... I was really like, I know there's other people that's out there that's going through this and um, serving in the military. One thing that I've seen since I've came into the military, I'm in the Marines, um, was divorce and Mm -hmm. divorce is at an all time high in the military. Like people, you see people come in, 
in my course of work, you see people come in and then a year later they're getting divorced. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dang, they don't even have a chance. And I'm like, what makes me and my husband stay together through all of this? You know, blended yeah. families, um, you know, loss and other issues that we've been through. What makes us stay together and how many other couples are fighting and want to stay together, but they don't really feel comfortable going into those traditional resources. And, you know, I don't know if you know, but the stigma of getting that help from, you know, the professionals in the military, oh, that's going to mm-hmm. be my career or somebody's going to be in my business. Yep. So I was like, you know what? We've been through so much. I have always wanted to help people. And I was like, what is my calling? And I'm like, hey, babe, I have something. I have something else. Because I'm always the girl with the ideas. Yes. <laughs> and he was like, here we go. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, I don't want it to be like that. I want to really, um, I, if this is for me, I really want to make sure that it's for me. I don't want to jump right into it. So I just slept on it. I kept sleeping on it, but it kept coming. You need to help. You need to help. You need to help. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm already going to school. I don't want to change my major again, but what can I do now? So I was like, let me go get my certificate as a relationship coach. So I did that. And then it just kind of spiraled out of there, like from there, like, yeah, I want to help military because that is where your passion is. You've been in, I've been in for almost 16 years now, mm-hmm. it'll be 16 years in October. And I was like, I really want to help keep families together. You know, one of my thing is there is love beyond the military. There is, mm-hmm. you know love that lasts after the military you yeah. have to do this alone you don't have to you know end your marriage early so that's where for the marriage came in and everything that I do is just to help military marriages you know stay together I absolutely love that and I love it because one you're still active correct mm-hmm. Yes, you're still like in it yes. <laughs> seeing all the things <laughs> we are we are as well we're still active duty air force And you're right, as much as the stats like to say that our military divorce rate is only 3%, -hmm. everyone I talk to knows at least five people (laughs) who have divorced within the timeframe of them meeting or, or coming into the unit or whatever that looks like. And I think it is something that you're right, it becomes a norm. Um, and also the culture in and of itself. And it's maybe old mindsets that, that I'm grateful that you're helping break these old mindsets. But when you are struggling at home, when you're going through loss, when you're going through infertility, when you're trying to figure out how to make a, a blended family come together as a family, when you're navigating, look, mill to mill, that's a whole, that's a whole process of, of trying to come together on like, that's a lot of things. And it's frowned upon if you share or talk to other people. And and it's like, or these stigmas will be associated with you if you seek out help. I think we do ourselves a disservice by not challenging those old thought processes Mm -hmm. and not reaching out to get help. And I'm grateful because you get to be a resource that not only has been there, done that, but you're still in it. You're still doing it. So I I thank you for that. And thank you for being transparent about your your story and the loss and and just the factors that go into the heart behind what you do. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that. You're welcome. 
So share a little bit more about how you serve um, military couples specifically, and, and maybe even some civilians, if there's anybody who's listening, who is military affiliated and is looking for support, what are primary ways or some tools that you utilize to help serve them? So one thing that I am very big on is understanding that my marriage is going to be different than yours. So when a client comes to me and they want to work together, I am teaching or helping you um, come to understanding that it's going to be best for your marriage. Um, Although some of the things I've used in my marriage, like journaling, I am huge on journaling. I think that journaling is even better than therapy, honestly, because it's just you and your honest thoughts. Um, So journaling is one of the things we do a lot of goal setting Um, affirmations. I'm really big with affirmation, affirming yourself, knowing that, you know, this is where I am. um, This is where I want to go. So those are some of the things that I help with couples. And then um, military marriages is my focus. But I also say military marriage and wives, because um, I do, I am a wife. So I I do love to help wives, whether in the military or not. I love that because you're saying you work with the, you can work with a couple, but you'll also just work with um, the wife specifically. No, that's awesome. And one thing that I do want to just put stop for our listeners is um, the way you approach serving the marriage. There is not a cookie cutter one way. I love that you said that because you're absolutely right. We look at these images of Mm -hmm. perfection. And if you're not watching us on YouTube, I'm giving you the air quotes, like (laughs) these images of perfection of like, it has to be this way. And that's couldn't be farther from the truth. Uh, It sounds like you're helping them determine these goals and set up a game plan for their relationship based Mm -hmm. off of what is unique about them. Yes. Correct. And like, we all have a story. Every marriage, you and your husband have a story. My husband and I, we have a story. And just because, you know, we are military here, you have like, I am dual military and I don't believe you're not in the military. Correct. So, no, you know, um, so that in itself is unique where I'm doing this from a military standpoint, but I'm also a wife and I'm also a mom where you're, you're a wife and you're a mom and you're running a business and all these other stuff all this other stuff. So it's just like, when I approach it, I understand like, I'm not approaching this to say, this is what I did. You need to do it. I'm approaching it. Like, where are you all at? And how can I assist you to get where you want to be? You know? Yeah. And it's not every, every couple that I work with or every uh, wife that I work with that is like down in the dumps about to get divorced. They're like, Hey, some of them are like, my marriage is stagnant or, you know, and I want Mm. a little bit more. I want to grow. You know, I feel like, We've been in this season for a while. How can we get out of it? That's so good because it also takes away this notion that I only get help when something's wrong or when it's bad. And I, and I prefer, (laughs) I prefer people to be proactive about your relationship. Like I love the word that you use. If your marriage is stagnant, that's a good indicator that you're not growing, right? There's no movement in it. It's not it, it made it's not at a breaking point yet, but you want right. to be pre, uh, pre, um, get before you are you are in a part in a in a space where you are hurting, and I really think not enough of us do that. Mm-hmm. I think we wait for it to be bad <laughs> for mm-hmm. us to be arguing, mm-hmm. for us to not like each other anymore. Mm-hmm. 
and not even notice the the stagnation. I know my spouse and I, we got in a season like that where we didn't even notice that it had gotten stagnant because of what the ops temple was and because we got focused on managing life and the house and all these other areas that when we looked up and looked at each other after this PCS, we was like, wait, hey, who are you? Like, you you like some different stuff. Like, we, you know, your priorities have shifted in this area or your perspective, or you've learned something new and you've grown in this other way. So I love that you said that, um, especially if anybody is listening and may want to get um, or, or come to you and work with you, you don't have to be in a bad position to get support. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I've seen, like the military, we have so many resources, but we didn't know about, I mean, I'm talking about, I was 13, 14 years in, and mm-hmm. that's when I started to learn about the pro- programs and stuff that they had available to us because it was in a time of need, you know what I mean? Right. It wasn't anything that was promoted and they probably did promote, but it wasn't on a level where people were like, okay, my marriage is stagnant let me just go and see what they can help us with you know what I mean it's like you're down in the dumps like things are bad here let's get you the chaplain let's get you you know marriage counseling and stuff like that it's not like let's be proactive and help these people and another thing um that I've noticed too is that when my husband and I we went through marriage counseling we did it for a year and I'm just like okay what now you know, yeah. where's the check-in? Where's the follow-up? Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, let's get this. And that's one thing that I am big on is like, once I'm done working with a client, like I have a client now who she had a counseling session because coaching and counseling is different, right? It's yes. not the same. Um, she had a counseling ses- session with her husband and today is her first day. I made it a point to reach out to her and say, you know, good luck. You got this, you know, go in open-minded, all those things. But we don't get that because when they are helping us, it is during challenging times. So the tempo may be high for them, you know, the mm-hmm. marriage counselors and things like that. So that's one thing that I, I do pride myself on is doing that follow-up care because it's important. Yeah, it is. It is hugely important because I, I I love that you differentiated between the two and, and feel free to go into the difference between uh, counseling and coaching. But I think people have this mindset that like, oh, I did the thing to fix what was going on and that's it. And and it's not that there's always maintenance. I like that if you want to think of your, your relationship, like a car, there's always maintenance that you might want to do before that, that check engine light comes on for your relationship. So talk a little bit about that difference between how you served uh, in a counseling perspective. And then like what somebody would need from a coaching perspective or how can that be a tool that they utilize in their relationship or just personally as the wife? Mm -hmm. So coaching is what I do. I coach. So we are talking about the present. How can we assist you with the future, right? Yes. Um, Setting goals and accomplishing, you know, more of a support for you. Yes, we can get into the nitty gritties of, you know, communication, lack of communication and things of such. But on a therapy level, they're diagnosing, they're getting the mm-hmm. backstory. Why are you all here? Like, let's go back from to the beginning. And that's not what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, it's more like, okay, this is where you're at. How can we move you forward? You know? Yeah. Um, so that's what I look at when I coach. And, you know, like my, the client I was just talking to you about, she came in and there was a lot of, you know, things that were going on in her marriage. And I was like, I, 
I want to be able to help you, right? Yes. That's not my area. And it's understanding where I fall. So I definitely recommend them to get, you know, marriage counseling and things like that. And then I worked on her as a a wife and helped her set goals. And some of those goals were reaching out to a counselor and finding counselors that would work for you. You get what I'm saying? So motivating her to get out of that that space of like, I don't know where to go, right? Look who, you are speaking my love language right now because what you're talking about is layering the care that you need for your relationship. And a lot of people think it's just one thing. Like, oh, I'm gonna just listen to the podcast and that's gonna be the thing that I do for my relationship. Or I'm just gonna go to therapy and go back to childhood traumas and and get tools of how to how to um, close the loop on some of those thought processes and patterns, or I'm just going to um, do this group program and go to this retreat for a weekend and that's it. And it's like, you might need layers of that Mm -hmm. because we are complex people and we have Mm -hmm. complexities in our relationships. So I love that you're talking about layering on support. And like you, I, I, I love coaching because I am very much so of a, okay, what is the goal I'm setting for my relationship or in anything? And how can you help keep me accountable, accountable to do yeah. the work to get there? And how can you check in to make sure I'm I'm hitting the mile markers and yep. seeing the things that I want to see, whether that be in my relationship? So I love coaching anyone who has not tried coaching. Look, this is your opportunity to connect Definitely. with someone who mm-hmm. understands and can support you in this way as it relates to strengthening your marriage. Mm-hmm. So- I wanted to see if there was one uh, resource, tip, advice, or takeaway that you would give to our listeners. What would that be? Um, I would say I thought about this one, and I was like, "Man, I don't know if I can sum it down just to this one." <laughs> Look, I'll give you about if you if it's a couple, that's good too. Look, y'all are y'all will get a little more, right? But yeah. Right. It's so many out there. Honestly, if you're just looking for like um, the military, then definitely look into your um, family readiness uh, office. Um, I know each branch is a little bit different for us. We have MCCS for the Marine Corps. Um, So just honestly utilize that. They have so many programs out there um, to better serve military marriages. And I think that not not necessarily promoting that, promoting that, but a lack of knowledge that that stuff is out there. You know, you have your credo retreats, you have your date nights and things of such that they mm-hmm. do. So utilizing that, but also too, like we talked about, you know, layering it, maybe it's not for you to go and seek assistance through like a traditional military um, organization or uh, service, you know, branching mm-hmm. out and seeing what else is out there to help better your, your marriage. Um, like coaches. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's not always, it's not always like, like I said earlier, it's not always bad. So um, those would be the resources. And then as far as like advice, I would say, honestly, just focus on your own marriage. Um, There's so much out there for us to get caught up into with the scrolls. And I want that for my marriage. But one thing that I've learned um, being married and seeing my friends divorce um is that we view stuff on the outside. Yeah. One of my friends, um, one of my close friends, she actually got divorced. And when she called me and she broke down, I'm like, wait, no, <laughs> this is not it happening. Couldn't be y'all. No, exactly. there's no way. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I wanted them to stay together. So I'm like pushing, you need to do what you need to do, you know, but 
I was the friend on the outside looking in. I only got pieces of the story, you know? Yeah. Um, so really just pay attention to your marriage and don't compare it to any other marriage that's out there. Yeah, I think that's great advice because you're right. Um, the highlight reel that we see on mm-hmm. social media or that we get from the person outside looking in is very different than the lived experience that's happening in these four walls of their home and in their relationship. And I think when we get in comparison mode, that's when we can build unrealistic expectations for our own relationships. And I think that's when we can change maybe the expectation that you and your spouse was were just fine (laughs) when this was a thing. And then you found out that somebody else's spouse cooks every day and now you want your spouse to cook it like that's not that was not your arrangement (laughs) that was not your norm can you implement and work towards some of that Mm -hmm. sure but not from when it comes from a place of comparison and because it the grass looks greener over there or because you see somebody else doing that that may not serve your relationship that may not serve um the connection and the partner that you have with you so I love that advice that was so so good so go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, have you heard um, like when when um, some married couples on social media be like, we never argue, we never do these things. And I was like, that's just so false. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just so right. hard to listen to people and continue to follow people that talk like that because it is mm-hmm. getting giving a false narrative to those it people is. who are going through that season in life where it's very challenging. You know, um, everybody has those challenging moments and when you're saying like we never fight we never argue I understand if you're like married for 15 years and then you all have figured it out right gonna have those bickering moments but correct never never I'm just like no not true please don't listen to flag it's (laughs) not true it's not true even if you're not yelling and screaming at somebody you have definitely been frustrated you have had to have the longer conversation you have had to um, communicate to find common ground. You have made um, considerations and 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 you know navigated and been flexible and mm-hmm. like all of these things absolutely happen in every relationship. So to say you never, mm-mm, never say never, friend, because as soon as they hit off that line, they probably was arguing <laughs> because it is so far fetched so for true. you to never mm-hmm. argue. Um, so I love that advice and I love that that perspective also of like these false realities that are just being put up because it doesn't serve us it doesn't serve us as a community do you Hmm? see people do you see people say that though you know what I do and and Mm. I most of them probably I don't see anymore because I can follow (laughs) them right because I am I have always been the type of person that I like people who are going to be real now Mm. I'm not saying air out all your dirty laundry or talk about real-time stuff that you're still working through and very sensitive mm-hmm. about because that can open its own can of worms. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate um, people who are sharing from a very authentic place. Mm-hmm. They can say, this is what went wrong. You know, we disagreed on this. This is how we figured it out. Or this is how we're still working through it and, yeah. and yeah. trying to figure it out. And if you have some advice, send it our way. You know, yeah. I appreciate those people because it comes from a more genuine place. And I also think in navigating those conversations that way, you are looking to help other people by sharing your experience. When people are saying like trying to give off this image of perfection, that is more self-serving. That doesn't serve other people. So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree. So before we let you go, I would love for you to share how people can connect with you, where people can find you. Um, and so that if you have any questions, you are looking for a coach, my wives out there who are like, yes. Hey, I might want to try this coaching thing. Um, make sure you either pause this episode, grab a pen and paper, or you can click the link right in the show notes. So share how people can connect with you if they're looking to include coaching in how they get support around their marriage. Yes. Yeah, so Eric, if you're looking to include coaching into your marriage, um, you can find me on For the Marriage. So everything we do is For the Marriage. Uh, so ForTheMarriage.com is where you're going to find my two programs, one for United Marriage and then the Wife Refresh. Um, you can also find me on YouTube at for or sorry on YouTube at the wife side. Yes, <laughs> like a trans transition, right? Um, so that is on YouTube, uh, and then my Instagram is uh, the wife side one, and then I have a Facebook group for the marriage, so you can find me there as well too. Yep, I love that, and also we will be linking. Um, for the marriage in the military marriage day app so if you are looking for any support um, it'll be under that one-on-one -on -one section and also the section that shows like the courses and things you can link it right there in the military marriage day app so if you guys have not checked out military marriage day app look at it in the apple um, app store or in the google play store and you can find and connect with resources like for the marriage so my favorite question um, at the end of that, the way we wrap every episode is all about our heart tracks. And the heart track is really just our theme song for the episode. It is the thing that maybe if you are riding along in a car and you want to keep this thought process going and you need a reminder mm -hmm. of what Laco told you about coaching and how um, it can support you in your marriage. And it is always a great way to keep that thought process going with a theme song. So you are in the hot seat, my friend. <laughs> uh, tell us what today's heart track is. So today's heart track is going to be from Kane Brown. It is going to be called Work. Have you heard that song before? Work by Kane Brown? Yes. I am going to have to listen to that one. I'm not as familiar. Now tell us why. Why is this the heart track? So um, work is basically letting you know that in your marriage, there is going to be work. So he is mm. a married man um, and he just talks about, you know, there are going to be difficult times. I won't always be there, you know, and maybe not always, you may not always feel like I support you, but I know that it's going to take work for us to continue this marriage. I love that song. Every time my husband and I have a disagreement or we're going through a challenging season, I um, I definitely play that because it just a, it's just a reminder that, you know, this is a season and we will come out of it like we've come out of so many other hard uh, challenges. Yep. That definitely is such a good that. song. Yes. Okay. That is our heart track. I'm excited about it. Look, when we hop off, I'm about to play the song for myself because I really do think it speaks a lot to our military lifestyle, right? And and it definitely does take work. And not that that work can't be fun. It definitely will be fulfilling, but it does take intentionality, effort, and work. So Kane Brown, work. That is our heart track for this episode. Lako, you have been such a 
a, a pleasure to have. Thank we so thank much. you for your service, you and your spouse. Thank we you. thank you for how you give back and serve the community with with uh, coaching. Um, and we're excited for more couples that hear this episode and share this episode to connect mm -hmm. with you if they are looking for a resource in you. So that is all for this episode on the Hearts and Stripes podcast. We'll see you for the next one and be sure to continue to stay mill marriage strong. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. This is Hearts and Stripes. We are the few, the proud, that aim high and are forged by love. Always ready, always there. We are mill marriage strong.